Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are just a top ten finest, okayest podcast about movies. Like, finest in the sense of being just fine. Um, top, ti- top ten just fine podcasts about movies on the internet. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. I'm working on a new tagline. It's not, <laughs> keep, not finished Keep yet. workshopping it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're, we're a podcast about movies. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. And I have an amazing... Oh, I'm in uh, currently recording in Providence, Rhode Island. My first time in this tiny state. Um, and uh, this is our first time that we're like fully, perfectly bi-coastal, I think. Mm. It's my first time I've been on this side talking we're, to you guys. We're balanced. Um, a great panel with me today in, in uh, Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. I, I love you guys almost as much as I love my grill. <laughs> a lot of, that's dad's one dad, of the three things I know about dads. Dads love a lot of puns, grills, and naps. It looks like, and like, I mean, it's it's a caricature, but it's not straight up wrong. <laughs> uh, my, my dad is like okay on grilling. He's like medium on grilling. He's what? like low to medium on puns, and and like recently become much higher on the nap scale. So it's one of the it. three. I think you, you can like it's like sort of like a like maybe like a. A role-playing game like specialty and you just like you go in the school of naps the school of grills or the school of puns yeah 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 i but uh also, also bragging you gotta like have grilling as a bit wider like you can love not actually grilling but love grilling you know what i mean like hanging out <laughs> not, around the grill eating the oh food. that kind of like grill culture <laughs> yes, but not that. necessarily just grills <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 a lot of the dads there didn't love doing the grilling but they yes. love grilling. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear that. Uh, <laughs> Ezra, what is your dad most dad superpower of these dad powers? Uh, your kids are too young for you to get naps, probably. I mean, like, why they're important? They know that I like them. Um, no, that you're like to like get a full nap amount of time for them to leave you alone long enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, th- there are more dad jokes that are coming in. Um, in part just because, like, <laughs> like you don't really have to have real solid like jokes. Uh, like if your if the if your audience has only been alive between like one and four years, like they just don't have a lot of. Sure, yeah. You can reuse a lot of good like stuff and slash like don't even have to have a full punchline. You know. Well, I also feel like part of the fun of dad jokes is that the kids are visibly irritated by them, especially teenagers. Like, part of the fun <laughs> is that you groan. So if you decided you liked them now, if there was like cool teen jokes, dads wouldn't do it. That's true. Can That's I tell you impression. one of Caleb's favorite jokes currently? Or yes, please. Okay. Um, why did the chicken cross the road? Why? Meet you at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Is it meet M E A T? No, no, no. It's that there's another joke that has like, "What did one wall say to the other?" Meet you at the corner. Um, but like, <laughs> he just kind of spliced them together, and it's really like, it's really avant-garde. Avant. Yeah, yeah that's like right. that's like some straight up Zach Galifianakis type humor. Right there. <laughs> it totally could be. Uh, that voice you just heard. Now let's round out this panel. Is in uh, Portland, Oregon, holding down the fort without me. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Dream daddies. <laughs> really good. It's stuck in your head, head isn't it? Yeah. Oh, stuck in my head for multiple days. Uh, <laughs> I have said this for years. Uh, it's the least important thing about video games, but you can tell a lot by a game by how good the menu screen is. <laughs> like uh, a lot of a lot of my favorite games have like very iconic or like just get you in the right headspace, just get you pumped. 
And this game is like, you sewed it up, the music starts, the images come on, and you're like, I know exactly what I'm in for. Okay. You're ready for romance. Yeah, a yeah. good time. I'm, I, I, we really got to bring Amanda in here, but I just have to ask right now, because I'm going to forget, and this has been driving me crazy for a long time, uh, or like, not forget, but the moment will pass, which is, why does there have to be a screen where you push to continue, and then the next screen is the same screen, but with actual <laughs> options? Uh, like the load, the menu screen that it, gives you like where the options are, or like there's the press a start screen. menu screen. Yeah, there's a press start screen, yeah. and, then a, and is that a, is there a technical reason, or is that just traditional? Uh, make one more click. I would imagine that's like you know you have like your nice like just the like your cover page, and then you get into it. But yeah, it's just an old but game. The menu tradition. is the cover page with just the <laughs> options in the middle. But when, when in doubt, I usually say the answer is RAM. Or RAM limitations. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that so works how, in this case. This is like saying, why does a book just not have the table of contents on the front? Oh, you man. know, like I sh- <laughs> it should just it should just be right there. It should just be all like the start page one. You know, but okay. No, you put so a cover I'm on almost it. with you, but what I do find irritating is if there's a cover and then you open the cover and it's the same image but printed in black and white on a piece of paper, so it doesn't look as good. That's a bad book design. We've covered that already. Yeah, I. You're not wrong. I, but I don't know why. Yeah, why are you asking me to pay for these people's sins, Alex? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. I Alex said that everyone in video game culture understands, but me. No. Look, I mean, not not to like put too fine a point on it, but like Alex, have you seen the news recently? Like, there are other things to be angry about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but in all you know in what? All seriousness, I think you put too fine of a point on it. I think it's too <laughs> fine now. I mean, video video games are one of those weird... I mean, it's a very young medium, and a lot of stuff is held over in one way or another from, like, early NES games or, like, arcade games. And arcade games would usually have, like, uh, a video that shows, like, here's an example of what Spider-Man punching people looks like. And then you would, Every like, game, no matter button. what. But, you know, like, <laughs> arcades, that's how they would, like, get your attention. So, like, you would press right. a button to get into, like, the start screen... And it's just a weird holdover from that. It's the same reason, like, why do video games have, like, lives when you don't pick quarters in them anymore? You know? It's like... So your answer, though, is tradition and not RAM. Okay. Yeah, tradition. Cool. Uh, and then our rounding out the panel today, uh, at Amandable on Twitter, in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, where I just was, mm-hmm. but we're not getting to hang out, uh, <laughs> it's Amanda Leinbaugh. So, uh, you want to buy a lady a drink? <laughs> uh, that's my, yeah. one of my favorite parts is that whole weirdness i didn't I do did anything not get to with the her? end of her arc yeah w- she was, have an what, arc? Was, what was that <laughs> there's kind of an arc i tried real hard to uh bag the uh super christian dad so you get a lot more of her i mean did this, you get oh man this is a great did, yeah did you happened? get either of what them happens uh, <laughs> no, I did not get the wife. I don't know if that's possible. Also, I was too creeped out to try that. Um, I guess that's where my line is. <laughs> I didn't try, she but... visibly intoxicated. It would have been... Yeah, it would have been bad consent. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, uh, no, I did, I did get the, uh, the, the Christian dad ending. Oh, nice. shit. Okay, I can't wait to hear about this. Um, wait, that was my okay. favorite thing. Is when I texted Amanda that we had to push this off a couple hours, she was like, great, I have more time to try to bag this Christian dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, it had been keeping her up at night. Uh, I've actually, I've played this game before, and uh, I 
what happened is I got the I got the Christian dad ending then, but I didn't get the good Christian dad ending. There's a bad so. Christian dad ending. There's a bad one and a good one, and I didn't. Do you guys I know s- that there's also an in, insane Christian dad ending? Oh wait, what? Now I have there's so this, much more to. to no, try you won't for. be able to get it. There's a secret ending. Anyway, I'll tell you about that later. Oh, I do have a piece of insider knowledge. Um, but let's talk about this episode. So first, before we get into the dads, this is episode number four hundred and fifty-nine. We've now done as many episodes as the Guinness record for most straws stuffed in the mouth. That's a lot oh, of straws. What? <laughs> yeah, simultaneously. Uh, Manoj uh, Maharana hails from India, and he just broke this Guinness World Record a couple weeks ago. It had held for eight years previously. So in order to properly do this, it has to be... The, the straws have to um, stay in your mouth for at least 10 seconds without falling out. <laughs> And you can't use your hands to support them during the 10 seconds, but you can use rubber bands to hold them to each other. This is like what we're doing with all the straws, right? When they're outlawed, they just they go into yeah. his mouth for, <laughs> for a record. Putting all of them in your mouth. Yeah. We can't have straws anymore in our drinks because this guy <laughs> murdered all of the sea turtles by doing this. <laughs> or he's just, he licked all the straws, basically. That's the other thing. Where it's like, you oh, know what? You don't not, want them. We're not trying to stop plastic. It's because they're gross. Is <laughs> like, that the, I think the, Manoj touched these. <laughs> Is that the job they give to, like, the low person on the totem pole at uh, Guinness? They're like, no, you got to go check out this straw guy. <laughs> We're going to do most free throws shot by a professional NBA player. You go watch this well, guy lick a bunch of straws. I, I think it's the opposite that I assume with most weird shit at Guinness, there's, like, one guy who, like, calls it. Like, it's just that's his thing, you know? Oh, does it involve st- straws? You got it, Larry. Dibs, he, dibs, dibs. He's there. He's there. Oh, we're gonna send in. Hold on, we'll send in our straw guy. He's just finishing up on a uh, drinking challenge. <laughs> oh man, uh, we also I, we've probably talked about this before a little bit, but the the Guinness records uh, is largely ruined for me by podcasts because apparently they're like kind of a shitty corrupt organization now. Oh man, oh. just like FIFA. Yeah, it's just like no, it's like you can't get them to send anybody over. Like you can still submit a record, but it'll take like eighteen years to process. But if you pay them ten thousand dollars to do a Guinness World Record breaking event, then they will send a judge and post it immediately. Boo! So it's just kind of a scam. Now, don't anyway, be heroes, guys. Mo- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your hero, Mister Guinness. <laughs> he made the beer kind also. Of a drinker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of mouth stuff, uh, this week <laughs> we are talking about Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator made by Game Grumps. So this is, first of all, it's been a weird couple of uh, months on the show because we did last week our first YouTube genre as an episode. And then this week we are talking about our first ever video game. And we have listeners who've been trying to get us to play a video game for a long time. Uh, and this is the first time we've actually gotten one. This is a a sponsor. This is sponsored by Linnea from Austin, who uh, herself has written some playable story games before, including one about mermaids, which is available right now in the meat market, if you want to go look it up. Um, but so this is what Linnea said about this uh, game, about Dream Daddy. Wrapped up in a silly dating sim with a sillier premise is a deeply sweet tale. The difficulty of parenting, what it means to accept yourself and accept others as they are. There's a lot of meat to the game, and that core is common across all of the different paths. Of course, it's also pretty chock full of dad joke level humor uh, that provide a good balance. And uh, all, those, all those dad jokes and scenarios are r- really uh, explorable, and I'd be interested to see which path each guest and each host takes. Mm. Her it favorite says dad terrible ended. things about all of us, I think. I'm so interested in finding out who you guys fell in love with. I or feel if you pretty were good about my whole situation. 
I do too. Uh, Linnea said her favorite dad ended up being Damien the Vampire Dad. <laughs> oh, I do love Damien. Uh, the goth dad is so sweet. I have. He has a great uh, ending. Oh, really? Yeah, I really like his like uh, final. Does day. that I, mean you fell in love with Goth Dad? I I got around. Let me put it that way. <laughs> I, I, no, but once you commit to a third date, it's too serious. Wait. But that's I mean, in one reality, look, video game. Like I played this like Clue, like the movie Clue. I've got to an ending. I went well. That's one way it could have happened. Mm-hmm. But let's see what could have happened if I fell in love with someone else. I feel like I couldn't go back because I would be cheating on my husband. <laughs> I was, it worked so well for me. Um, all right. So uh, let me give you guys a quick summary of this. Oh, first of all, I can say this is so sponsored by Linnea uh, and also made possible by our fabulous Meat Buddies. You can become a Meat Buddy and you get to vote on upcoming topics. We have two months worth of votable topics coming up. So you can get on that. Redistrict.com slash Meat Buddies. Okay. So now let me give you a quick summary of this game. So, and we'll, we'll sort of talk to our paths as we go. So the first step is to create a dad. So you get to pick from this game, like sort of a classic game design format, except um, kind, I, I thought it was more limiting, but then having seen you guys as dads, it is an <laughs> unbelievably open uh, dad creation engine. So um, we, I, I have these photos that everybody's shared of their dads. So let me pull this first one up. So Anthony, why don't you describe for us your dad that you made to play as what does you as a dad look like uh so my father's name was peter poker my dad's name uh because <laughs> I, I was playing spider-man which also just came out and i was like yeah that's a good name but he's got really <laughs> which nice... is he secretly also spider-man in your <laughs> I head i mean he's he's definitely older so maybe like he a has been spider-man i yeah kind of oh, like yeah. that can all like a uh, mind canon i hadn't really thought about that I like um, it. He's got a long, he wears a thin suit. He's got a nice thick mustache, a toothpick, sunglasses, messy white hair with white messy eyebrows. Messy white hair, yeah, interesting yeah. choice. And then uh, a bunch of piercings down one ear. Uh, yeah, he's yes. got a lineup. Going for that silver fox look. Yeah. He is, he's got silver fox look. Yeah. He, but Well, his mustache is so brown, though, <laughs> that either he yeah. dyes his mustache it's, brown or his it, hair white. It's his tribute to Burt Reynolds. Exactly. Yeah, it's got a Burt yeah. Reynolds-y look to him. The toothpick <laughs> is like such a creepy and great addition. <laughs> <laughs> I also, you sent the photo over that included a picture of their house. And like, I know they just moved in, but like, what a great looking house. He's got that, you know, that uh, mid-century modern table and the little bowl of cactuses and... Mm-hmm. Nice anyway, Xbox just, controller on the table. Uh, an so Xbox you know. controller? Yeah, yeah. Well, I like him. Your uh, wife also created a dad that is really good. But just for time, let's hear. Uh, let's talk about Amanda. Yours next, because you're you went a direction I did not know was possible for sure. So tell us about your dad, Reedon. <laughs> it's so creatively named. Uh, my dad, Reedon Weep. Uh. <laughs> I kind of uh, like. Man, this is like how Twilight made a lot more uh, Bellas as babies. I want us to be a lot of new kids <laughs> named Reedon. Coming out of this podcast, people who met listening to the show. Yeah, my my dad, uh, Mister Weep, uh, looks <laughs> looks like me. <laughs> he does kind of look like you. <laughs> I wasn't going gonna go that direction, and then I randomly clicked on that hair, and I was like, "Ooh, okay, no, this is happening." Um, because Dream Daddy is wonderfully inclusive, and when you're picking body types, you can pick 
uh, a body type that wears a tank top or a body type that wears a binder. So I choose one that wears a binder and uh, looks very sarcastic. uh, Yeah, you chose the the mid-eye roll eyes. Yes, yep. I mean, that's that's what my face is doing most of the time, so I felt it was really reflective. Uh, and, you know, some uh, some nice, like, raspberry-colored lips, because, you know, got to make the daddies want to make out with you, so... Oh, man. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it worked out well. This is some daddy. Course, also, punk, I don't remember... t-shirt. <laughs> and why are you in a cab, and what meeting are you talking about? I don't remember this storyline. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not a cab. It's, it's their, uh, their family car, and it's after he meets with uh, Mr. Hugo, the English Oh, teacher. yeah. Oh, okay. Well... I do like reading a lot. He's pretty fun. But I, you guys, I got to say, as far as like pushing it to its extremes, finding the <laughs> limits of the dad creator, Ezra, tell us about Chucky Grumble. Okay, so <laughs> this was a, um, a co-creation uh, with Sarah. Uh, and we just tried to click the thing that felt right, I guess, and made us laugh the most. So we went with the thick tank bod um, with uh-huh. hair. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> I do love that with or without hair. Yeah, yeah. Body hair was an option. Uh, our hair version was, I guess, natural, but green, like very deeply mm-hmm. green. Like, like he has a green afro. It's yeah, yeah. It's sort of like yeah, very like much so forest green. Yeah, the facial hair also um, is a full beard that is as well green, um, but it's like slightly darker. I think <laughs> the and, eyes. I think that really like, kill it yeah. for me. Is the they're called. Big uh, shujo shujo eyes. It's kind of this anime anime like really anime eyes. Yeah, like shoujo. Yeah, (laughs) adorable. Why do I know this? (laughs) Anthony, do you know? Uh, What what that means? No, aren't you an otaku? Uh, what? No, I mean, I'm just gonna say anime eyes. That's what I would go. I'm not gonna take a stab at a wood. I'm not looking at you know. Uh, um, and then you also gave so you gave him the tank bod, but this tight stars T-shirt that I really like. Yeah, which is just everything. We just tried to like what 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 would what made us really feel good about this, and and the the naming scheme um, that Sarah and I did was um, we we did this for uh, when we have uh, like wine tasting nights with our friends as well. We each just come up with a word independently of each other, um, and that's usually like the name of our uh, of our wine because we have to like make like a, a brown bag uh, like wine label so that no one knows like which wine was ours. Um, and oh, so we have the same okay. thing. So I came up with the Grumple and so I came up with Chucky. And so, it, you know, I was going to say, it. my guess was that you were in charge of Grumple here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we, uh, me and I guess my, my game daughter, Amanda Grumple, we were team Grumple. And um, <laughs> it just, and then it, it felt, it yeah. is disturbing to play a game where that keeps talking to Amanda all the time. I'm like, yes, I was I wondering if that was bothering you. <laughs> Absolutely. I, so, the first time I played through and this time, it's it's uh, I, I don't run into a lot of uh, video game characters named Amanda. It's weird. Well, also, I loved Amanda. Yeah. She yeah. is so cool. I'm not as cool as video game Amanda. Did <laughs> everyone Amanda get the Grumble good Amanda ending? ending or did you get the bad Amanda ending? Um, I got the good Amanda ending. I didn't. I can't oh, man, we're, we're going to get to this. I can't wait to hear about this. Um, so before we do that, let me just wrap up on the dad. So all these will be on our show notes at read.com. But I just want so what happened was Ezra sent me his dad. I had not yet opened the game. So I had no idea what I was looking at with Chucky Grumple. But it was amazing. And I was like, well, I can't wait to play the game and try to date Chucky Grumple. And then he was like, well, it's not 
It's not that kind of a game. But also, you can't handle Chucky Grumple. <laughs> and I was like, I, why? But I can create someone uh, who can. And so my dad is Ezra. <laughs> I thought, I can't handle Chucky. But you, what's the coolest dad I know? And it's you. It's That's awesome. Like, I feel... I feel weird that you made a version of me specifically to have sex with the guy that I made. (laughs) That's why you made him was because he was your dream daddy. That's not exactly what that game was for me, but (laughs) I got very emotionally involved in this dating simulator. Apparently, you didn't. But well, I mean, no, I I had a healthy. I know I I had a, a nice like distance. And you were able to make me have sex with people. So (laughs) it's a very different experience. Well, if it helps you separate, he is like, if this is possible, 10% hotter than you. I would, I would say that is the that is the under on the 10%. Like, I I would agree that's a bit more. He's got, he's got a kind of a, a, like a little spark in his eyes that I feel like is very alluring. I was looking at photos before you had kids when you still had that spark. <laughs> I remember that spark. <laughs> but he does I think I think I feel good about your nose and ears. The chin is like the best we could do. Mm-hmm. Um and the t-shirt is from a place which I tried to find a t-shirt that was from a place that you work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's very that's common. Your normal MO. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the this is the place where we moved to in the game Maple Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time, but Maple Bay sounds fun. Anyway, so that's my dad, Ezra Fox. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so after you've spent, I would say, too long creating a daddy, uh, then you play the game. And at this point, I, I just say too long because like I was running out of time before we recorded, and I was like, I, I assumed the game was shorter than it was. Mm, no. <laughs> so when I finished the first date and did not get to sleep with that person, I was like, this is never going to work. I wish I hadn't <laughs> spent so much time making Ezra. <laughs> But so here's how the game works. So you're the father of an 18-year-old named Amanda who's about to finish high school and hopes to go off to art school to study photography. And you just, you two just moved into a new neighborhood, and guess what? It's a cul-de-sac, and every house on that cul-de-sac is os- occupied by a super hot, available gay dad. With possibly uh, not one all exception. of them are available. Yeah, yeah. possibly one, one exception. Yeah. <laughs> or well, maybe more, I don't that- know. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of them are emotionally unavailable, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's Matt, who owns a coffee shop. He likes puns and uh, play, used to play music. Uh, Brian has a cute-ass dog, but is uh, impossible to be around because mm. um, he's very competitive. Uh, Joseph uh, is this creepy religious one who loves grilling. Uh, and whose wife is a, a side character and an alcoholic. Hugo, who's your daughter's teacher, he knows a lot of facts. Uh, Craig is your old college roommate who works out a lot, and you guys have so much in common, by which I mean just describing events in your life that we both shared already. They like to talk about college. Then there's Damien, who is a vampire. And then there's Robert, who drinks whiskey and fucks. <laughs> Robert oh, is the what? only one. I don't know how sexual this game can get because it did not in my story. But Robert was the one who was like, "You're like, hey, make some friends. Hey, Robert, uh, I met you at a bar." And he's like, "Do you want to do it right now?" So who went for that option? I, yeah, uh, I, did, I did. I was oh, drunk. Yeah. I was new in town. I was. 
It's been a long time, all right? I I did. I'm like, well, I got to be out of the house for a while, so I'll be entertained. I... Uh... He and, was little, I mean, you, look at him in that coat. I mean, so really, you guys both yeah. went for it. Well, Ezra even texted me. He was like, "I just avoided having sex with a bad daddy." Well, so here's the thing. Like, I was like, I started. I was like, "Yeah, I'll go back." And then I was like, "You know what? This doesn't really feel right." And I left. Um, and I went on a date with Robert again later. And I was like, really? you know, yeah. Well, because I was like, oh, he was he was different than what I thought. Uh, but I, I you know, it wasn't for me. But I can respect it. it. <laughs> Do you know what so happens? What happened? How was it, you, Anthony? Well, I was gonna say, you know what happens if you? Uh, and in my experience, I don't know if there's a way to p- keep pursuing him, but if you sleep with him on the first night, he uh, doesn't respond to you for the first date. Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I think I lost Rob by sleeping with him on that first night. I th- lost him for the rest of my playthrough, and actually had like a pretty harsh conversation with him at the end. Yeah, uh, yep. So I it was I don't think I did feel bad about it cuz be, because it was like at the time I was like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." And then it was like this thing that had consequence and I kept seeing him at events and it would get very weird. Uh, like, is the game slut-shaming us? I really don't appreciate bit. that. Like it feels, I mean, I mean it, maybe it's, maybe you, it's, it is in the title that it's about dating. It's about this is about courtship, Amanda. This is not Dream Daddy F simulator. <laughs> It's, it's you know Look, no one you gotta, else you gotta try out the shoes before you buy them okay <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and like no one else shames or judges right it's robert's hang up right the game makes it i think it does do a, make a pretty good case that like Look, you tried to reach out to him. He's clearly the one who is like emotionally shut off and not willing to be open with you know uh mm-hmm. how he feels about this so like I so I thought so what, that was if you're picturing this at home, you're this is a it's it's more like a choose your own adventure comic book than it is a uh, traditional video game, which is stupid stupid and obvious to you guys, but this is not a genre I've dabbled in before. So it's a lot of reading and looking at a nice comic book picture, and then you yeah. choose to go on what you want to do with these guys. You get to make a lot of choices, although sometimes the choices are fake and or don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome to so video like, games, Alex. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, with Robert at the bar, when he's like, hey, do you like shots? You can either say yes or no. And if you say yes, you do the shot with him. And if you say no, he looks angry, and then you do the shot with him. <laughs> so, Oh, I didn't know that, because yeah. I also was like, yeah, shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, that one really upset me as a decision, because I said, no, man, uh, no shots for me. And then it was just like, you do shots, but then he makes the I'm not in love with you eye, like like smoke comes out of his back. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I oh. thought that was a little like, well, then why did I get to say? And then sometimes it's like, do you like cheese boards? And the answers are yes, or I love cheese boards. <laughs> there is a right answer. so let's talk about our dates so you 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 choose these dates and you can go on up to two with each dad uh and then if you commit to a third date you get to see i believe an ending at least that's how it worked for me where it's like just you know it's pretty serious to go on a third date um so i got on i went on a couple of second dates and then uh but i was just so ready you know with the first guy (laughs) i dated and also, I—I uh, I mean, a couple things. One thing I think I should say: it, was it clear to everybody that everyone you were dating were on dates? Because I felt like some of them thought we were just hanging out as friends. That's how I felt about no, Craig. That's, that's definitely true. Yeah, Craig is confused. 
<laughs> okay, good. Uh, I actually Craig is one I, I thought like maybe he was hitting on me, but I wasn't sure. But like Brian just did not give me any sexy vibes, and we hung out mm. and like it felt like we were just like we should not have been doing this. I was like, just, I feel like I'm misleading you, dad Brian. bros. You know what, Alex? Sometimes that's just how it is. You just hang out with people, and it's just not that spoke. You know? Yeah. I mean, that might be it. Maybe yeah. that was it. Wasn't them? It was me. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about our. <laughs> I guess let me tell you. My, I think mine's probably the least interesting. So I'll just tell you my path first. So I, I dabbled around. I went on two dates with Brian. Uh, two dates with Hugo. Wait, you hated and... you hated Brian. Why did you keep on doing dates with him? Well, because the mini game when you go with Brian uh, <laughs> are the most exciting. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Did you guys date Brian once? Did you, go, did you guys play yes. mini golf with Brian? Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. mini golf game was like crazy hard. And yeah, six yeah. ones. What? Yeah, what? I, I, got, I got some number and then it got really impossible. Did you guys win? No. No. I, I lost. Yeah. yeah, we all lost. Okay, maybe, okay. maybe you have to lose. But maybe it's too hard. But anyway, so I liked that enough. Wait, maybe I only went the one on one with Brian. What's the second date with Brian? I don't know. Go fishing. Oh, no, I did not go fishing. No, I was like, fishing is where I draw the line, Brian. <laughs> uh, but then I was just so in love with Matt. Yeah, yeah. that was mine. Oh, Matt oh, is really? so sweet. Yeah. He, he was so nice. He owns the coffee shop. He's like the first guy you meet in town. And he also just was the most, like, of, like giving me, like, loving eyes. And, like, I felt like we were really hitting it off. We went on some sweet, sweet dates. Um, we went to concerts together. He taught me about music. Like he seemed like, as opposed to Brian who like wanted to murder me, um, <laughs> like it felt like Matt was open. His heart was open to me. And He's got a, also has a nice daughter. Yes. And his daughter is yeah. rad. I think most of the, do, do any of the daughters not get along with Amanda? Uh, what, what about goth dad's kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, the, they don't really interact. The, right, right. Yeah. But but he does if you date Matt to completion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Damien's son <laughs> is, is that the term? Yes, yeah, um, to completion. Sure. Yes, yes, that's what marriage is. Um, if so, you get Matt's achievement, if you know what I mean, <laughs> you get that. Well, so so if you do, like, I think the second date with Matt, mm-hmm. you buy drugs from Damien's son, and they yeah, turn out to be fake. <laughs> oh yeah. right, right. He yes. sells you oregano, and you come home smelling like a pizza shop, <laughs> which is not the worst thing to do. It was so cute. Yeah, and also it's not a bad outcome. Matt's puns are the best. I feel like I did not get a lot of them. His um, hmm. coffee shop name. Well, but he like explained. I, yeah, he explained the ones we didn't get as. Yeah. But what's but his he, name? Yeah, his pun? puns were great, and then also you got to he like had us pick puns, and then yeah. liked the good ones. That was really fun. Yeah, banana bread Kennedys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I didn't write down the rest of them. There were a couple of them that I really did like. Oh, actually, I don't think I did. I don't think I chose banana bread. I chose another one. Another banana bread joke. Oh, man. I think I have the Grateful Dead one. Like, oh, yeah. Grateful <laughs> Banana Dead or something. Oh, then I took the third one that was like a more recent one. Oh, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway the point was I really liked him. I liked the coffee shop. Uh, I was all I was all in on Matt. Uh, as you did, you also fall for Matt. Oh yeah, definitely. There, uh, it was like I was like, oh, clearly Matt. And then I'm like, because like I think Hugo was a little too pretentious, and I, I don't think I could see myself. With I it. wanted like, to like Hugo, and then he just didn't like it. Just didn't quite let. Yeah. Did you get to the wrestling? 
no. His wrestling memorabilia room? That was the first time he kind of let me in. I think that's that was the when second I, date. That's when I fell in love with Hugo. It was wow. the wrestling room. When he let you into his wrestling room? That also yes. sounds like... And then you dated him to completion? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Anthony, did you complete him? Uh, I mean, hey, man, did I... Uh, did I... <laughs> Did I get get that pin and get that one, two, three? You full know full Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, he pinned me, which is what actually happens in the final date. You wrestle into making out. It's very Oh, cute. really? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so the first date with Hugo, you um, help him chaperone a, an aquarium visit with his students, and it goes very poorly. Yes, it does. Yes. Um, that was another really fun mini game where you have to try to stop the penguins from escaping, but I couldn't figure out the controls. So oh. literally, all it was the clicking, escaped. Alex. <laughs> Click. Yeah. I did not figure that out. <laughs> well, because it was a mouse clicking, and I'd been doing yeah. arrows and space bars up to that point, and it just didn't occur to me to use the mouse for anything. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> they, all they the hide that escaped, mouse. And, no one uses it. You know what? Ha- Here's the thing when you, when you let all the penguins out, you know how it affects the story? Zero percent. Oh. <laughs> It turns out there's just in my version of this ending, I'm in love with Matt, and there are a thousand dead penguins <laughs> in the <this> city, <laughs> spread around, just running amok. Um, well, they were before they died. They were, yeah, sadly, for a while, and it's just too cold. Uh, so, as what? Uh, so you got a little bit with Hugo, but then it just didn't quite work. Yeah, I think I tried. Basically, I think I did one date with everyone, um, and but I'm oh, like, good for you. Uh, but and I was like a little bit interested in Damien because that seemed like fun also because he seemed like yeah so I was like basically like either the nice barista or a vampire I think this is the only real viable <laughs> options <laughs> it's funny because like I, w- I got so emotionally involved in this I was like I am not giving Damien a shot no oh. way oh. and because I am not giving Robert a shot what if I Matt don't finds like out <laughs> <laughs> I, well no because I, I dated around the other guys I, I went on one date with everybody no, I went with uh, Brian, Hugo, and Craig. I got gave them each one date. I did not give Joseph the time of day because mm-hmm. he creeped me out. And here's why he creeped me out. Not because he was religious. He was throwing a barbecue, and he was like, we're throwing a barbecue, be at my house at 3 p.m. sharp. For a barbecue. Sharp? <laughs> Who? That's, like, that's, that's sociopath behavior. <laughs> that guy kills people for a living. N- not the, the children of the corn and the uh, alcoholic wife. No, that didn't scare you off. Well, those are both results of having a sociopath father. Oh, okay. I mean, fair. Yeah, like these were all symptoms of the same disease, which is that Joseph kills people. <laughs> not, a, not a fan of that's punctuality. That's happening Alex. in that yard. What happens when you date Joseph? Uh, I think Joseph's dates are the funniest uh, <laughs> setups of them. Uh, so the first date is okay. You do like a bake sale, but the second one is you help mm. him chaperone a church dance. Yeah. In which somebody uh, who did the poster that was supposed to say Jesus is coming accidentally, uh, purposely <laughs> spelt coming with a U. Yeah. Uh, so you have to help him out of that predicament. <laughs> and then there's a great sequence when none of the kids are dancing. So you two have to dance in the middle of all the kids nice. to get all the oh, other people excited. Oh, that's so romantic. So Amanda, you uh, said you tried really hard. What's the What's the ending to him? And you said there's a good and a bad ending to Joseph? Um, that's what I've heard. There's that you can get a good ending, although I'm not sure that that is true. Mm. This is just you know the the internet rumors. Uh, the ending is um, uh, you go on his boat 
I say I'm trying to remember from the last time I played. Um, you end up on his yacht and it's all happy and lovely and wonderful because Joseph tells you, you know, how happy you make him, but then he's gone in the morning. Wait, so do you do sleep with him in the boat? Yeah, and then he just leaves. Wow. The boat? Yeah. The boat is, is like, docked. <laughs> oh. So, it's okay. so he doesn't die. No, 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 no. It's not quite that ominous. No, but oh, he just... Okay. He just takes back everything he said and leaves you. Oh, and then the game okay. is just over and you have no love? Yeah. Oh, Oof. that is sad. Uh, there's also what's like... Have more... I think I ended with like 98 billion points and a rank of S. Does that affect anything? Do you guys have... I had that Were, were the points real? <laughs> I think I it was... Know. Whose line is it anyway kind of rules. Yeah, yeah. I think that probably yeah. is true. I think um, the uh, your ability to catch penguins or not might affect it slightly, <laughs> but... <laughs> what was your... So what's the, what's the game, the mini game that you play when you're on a date with him? Is it at the school dance? Oh, God. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember doing a mini game with him. Mm. With the school dance, you do a... Uh, it's just, like, options. You pick what dance moves you want to do. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Is it, Hugo. like, vaguely DDR-ish or not? Oh, no, sure, it's not sure, like sure. that. It's, okay, it's, it's not just, like... Uh, yeah, it's, like, the conversation choices. Oh, yeah. Okay. The So, Hugo... Um, the first date is to protect the penguins. The second date, you play actual trivia... And I oh, was I was also so very bad, bad at that. that. <laughs> yeah. In f- including things I was pretty sure were right, he said were wrong, which is like pretty normal for trivia night in my experience. But um, yeah, that was if, that was a fun one. If dating was get- actually based on mini games, I would be the worst at it. <laughs> <laughs> and there would well, be real- dead penguins everywhere. In re- yeah, in real life, I would have let the penguins out, but I would have mopped the floor with Brian and his daughter at mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I'll be uh, right back that, for, to finish up bedtime. Okay, we'll we'll go without you. So, uh, Anthony, tell that, me about date. Right, sorry, go ahead, Anthony. You go. Ahead. Oh, I just wanted to mention on Hugo's date, you meet uh, one of my favorite things about the game, which is these weird side characters who come back through different people's stories. Mm. Uh, so, like the the quiz master is also like the oh, DJ yeah. at uh, the the one of the oh, dances yeah. and stuff oh, like that, cool. and I just. Like, I love this, that weird, super depressing character who even has, like, a nice redemptive arc by the end of the game if you do enough dates that he's on. Um, oh, really? That's kind of fun. Yeah. So he's, like, a failed stand-up comic kind of guy. Yeah, and, and his uh, wife hates him and, like, he's yeah. miserable. But then he's well, happy and in therapy at the end of the game, in my story, <laughs> at least. Oh, good. Aww. Yeah. Um, Amanda, tell me about dating Damien the vampire. Oh my god, he's so sweet. It's like I was not expecting that as soon as, you know, vampire dad entered and like, oh yeah, no I'm The first time we see him is like him throwing a fit in a hot topic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I fucking love. Oh my god. <laughs> the they do like the thunder when they say his name throughout yes. the game. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, so it's really fun. I just so I really like stereotyping do? goths. Um, <laughs> uh I, again, don't remember oh, okay. <laughs> what the, what the so, mini yeah, games are. The, yeah, so, like, the first date with him is you, like, uh, you walk around his garden and you accidentally knock over a gargoyle of his and you have to put oh, it back yeah. together in a mini game. Oh, fun. Uh, I, 
And then you go to a, uh, you see a, uh, a scary movie on your second date, but he hates oh, yes. scary movies. Uh, so you have to, like, distract him the whole time, which is very sweet. Oh, that is uh, sweet. And then the, the third date with him, because I ended up going with Hugo my first time, then I saw his ending, is, uh, has a really great twist in it. When okay. you're, like, on a date, and he gets a phone call, and he's like, I have to go somewhere, come with me. And you go with him to his work, and he, like, changes into his work clothes. Oh. Uh, and he's like, I work at an animal shelter, and you see him in, like, a, like basically work, like, in khakis with his hair in a ponytail and oh. glasses. And that he apologizes. So yeah, he apologizes for not being a real goth. Oh. Uh, <laughs> What goths love animals? Yeah, but it's it's amazing. His his story really surprised me in the third uh, third day. Yeah, I, loved I it. should have given him a chance. Now I feel bad. He's a fucked is, up kid, though. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. I could go back. So Craig is your old college roommate, and he's like now super into weightlifting. And so, um, you do wait. You go to the gym with him, but it's not a date. There's a separate little thing you have to do where you go to the gym with him, right? Or was that yeah. a date? Yeah, I think the the gym was like a pre date, and then like the first date was like a softball. Coaching. Yeah, the softball game mm. slash party, um, which I enjoyed, but I just never saw Craig, and I was like, oh, clearly, I mean, even when you're playing catch with a softball, he has a baby strapped to his chest, and I was mm. like, I don't feel like we're gonna be intimate later, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> so see, you were you were looking to seal the deal. Well, I wanted long term possibilities. Dude just didn't have the time to date right now. Yeah, it's a lot on his plate. Also, yeah. like, it seemed like his past behavior, even like he's replaced his passion for drinking with a passion for working out, but with the same disgusting fervor, uh, and I didn't well, enjoy yeah. it. For working out and child rearing, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, child, child wearing at least. Yeah, child wearing. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, I do want. I, I don't want to. Uh, I should have said this before you came back, Ezra, but mm-hmm. Anthony, when you were talking about the character at uh, the the Trivia Master, the DJ guy, who was a failed stand-up comic, it reminds me of the time that Anthony and I were briefly hired to write for a character in a video game, a bad stand-up <gasps> comic character, <laughs> and our choices were too offensive for the video game company. Ooh. Can you give us a little preview? Well, uh, it's it, I don't want to because you you're you have connections to this game, and so I don't want to like embarrass you or like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I see because you you helped to get us this gig, and they said in the original email like we the, the point of this is to be offensive and upsetting. We want you to hate this guy, so like go as far as you possibly can, and I think they might not have meant that. Yeah, <laughs> that happens with sometimes you ask for things and you you know like. You're freelancers, and you realize, oh no, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> this is I like got exactly what, what I asked for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and we knew something was a little missed because they were like, be as offensive as possible. So he's talking about characters in the audience, he's making fun of them. One of them has a big nose. I was like, oh, if that's what you think their comic is making fun of, you probably don't want this to be that offensive. Yeah. So, like, I should we should have taken the note, but it was very good. Anthony wrote a couple jokes that I still think about. It was very memorable, like really well written jokes. Oh, haunting. Um, yeah, haunting. <laughs> well, there was one. He was like, he wanted you to make fun of this lady in a wheelchair, and he had this very clever joke that was about how uh, 
everything else in this woman's life was was terrible and the wheelchair wasn't what was holding her back and it was a like it sounds bad because it was supposed to be but that was like the tw- it was a good twist on it. i thought he he fulfilled the job that was impossible i thought he fulfilled it well all right fair enough <laughs> oh actually i probably shouldn't even say it this anthony but i just if you don't mind the is it okay if i tell i remember it now oh please i don't remember the exact word the joke was just like um uh, to this lady in a wheelchair, he was like, the the comic on stage was supposed to say something like, um, do you ever think about how great FDR was and realize that it's not the wheelchair holding you back, it's you? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good joke, Anthony. I mean, that, like, I wouldn't say it on stage, it's offensive, but yeah. that was, the, uh, just in terms of fulfilling the ad buy. That like, is the someone buy. you do not like who is uh, telling jokes that are inappropriate. Yeah. Yes, you that's, don't like that guy, and that's it's, why it's okay that his makeup is cursed on his face for the rest yeah. of his life. Mm-hmm. That uh, narrows it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we can bleep some of this. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I don't feel like we... I mean, they never paid us for our freelance work. Anyway, the point is, um, let me wrap up on dates. I think we covered everybody. Anthony, or sorry, Ez, do you have anything to add with Damien or any of the other dates you went on that were particularly interesting? Uh, no, I mean, I... I I think this is more of a game that's fun to play it than have other people talk about is what I'm finding right now. <laughs> yeah, you're bored. Uh, no, I enjoyed it because I, well, no, I, I'm just, I'm thinking about our listeners who maybe have not actually yeah. gone through this. Ezra, this is the 459th episode. We're not going to start <laughs> thinking about what this is like for our listeners now. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> We can't turn this car around now. Okay, well, then I'll just add one more thing, and then we'll do our compliment out. So one other thing I want to... This is from Linnea. Anthony, mm-hmm. you might know this just because it's known, but um, Linnea was so so cool as to send this in a separate uh, message so that it, I wouldn't be spoiled until after I'd played the game. But <laughs> this is from, from Linnea's notes. Dream Daddy has a section of the game that is completely inaccessible via normal gameplay, but can be read to anybody who goes through the game's code. And in it, Joseph kidnaps you, taunts you with his demonized children, and then attempts to sacrifice you. <laughs> you only escape him with a knife that you got from Robert, and then end up dating the EMT who saves you. <laughs> That's amazing. The designers have never spoken publicly about this additional piece of story. Um, but uh, Linnea is pretty confident that it was intended to be an homage to um, Hatoful Boy, like Hateful Boy, but misspelled, um, a game that initially presents itself as a ridiculous dating sim when you, where a human girl is, on, is, is dating pigeons, but then slowly reveals its setting as the kind of post-apocalyptic murder hellscape that would have to exist for humans dating pigeons to make any amount of sense, so it gets like super dark. Oh, wow. um, and so she thinks maybe this is like an homage to that, that like oh, this is actually so like great. this other demon world. Anyway, uh, otherwise feels <laughs> kind of disconnected to the rest of the game. So that's just a fun fact for you guys. So huh, like you're that's... actually in, in the pre-pigeon dating world. <laughs> yes, we have not yet gotten to pigeon dating. We're <laughs> uh, getting there. I have, I have played Hitoful Boyfriend. You have? Oh, okay. Yes. Is, have you played a lot of dating sims? No, only the weird ones. <laughs> <laughs> are there a lot of weird ones? To, uh, there to make are a, a lot of weird ones. Okay. To, to make a sexy pigeon at the beginning? <laughs> no, you're a human, and you don't oh. get to pick your, your human looks. Oh, so. man, because I would enjoy a sexy pigeon building game where you have to like add the plumage. Now choose the plumage <laughs> color. 
But mm. isn't that even weirder being a human who's dating pigeons? Oh, yeah. Certainly weirder, but less yeah. fun. Some of the all pigeons right. are prettier than the others. Oh, okay. <laughs> Objectively so. So, all right, so let's just wrap uh, with a compliment to the first half of the show and the compliment to Sada. So we um, uh, used to do a compliment sandwich, but now for the the long summer, we're doing a compliment tostada to keep the pace up. So everyone has to say one nice thing about the game, your favorite thing about the game. Uh, Anthony, I'm going to make you go first. What is your compliment tostada for Dream Daddy, a day, dad dating similar? Um, I, I, this is kind of like everything I like about this game. Uh, the fact that it, it kept my attention to someone. I haven't played uh, an adventure game or a game like this in a long time. I used to be into more like visual novels. So it was fun to play this and be like, oh, these can still be really fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's such a, a different take on most of uh, visual novels I, I had played, usually have to do like yeah. with a much more of like a saw esque setup, right? Because you got to create <laughs> puzzles and reasons for people to play a game. So, like, mm-hmm. you have very intense stories. This was so relaxing and like positive and incredibly heartfelt. Yeah, um, yeah, very funny he, throughout. Like good, like the like good timing on jokes and good like pacing of weird things yeah. among. Yeah, and such like very limited interactivity. But even the stuff that was there, I I think it was just enough. Um, yeah, I I I can't say enough good things about this game. I thought this was an awesome like six hours uh, of my time, just for very very relaxing. Yeah, uh, you played a longer version of it than I did. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when you see all the endings. Um, Amanda, what's your um, compliment tostada? I mean, I, I kind of mentioned this with my character creation, but the yeah. incredible inclusivity of this game is amazing, and I uh, I love that when you're doing the first part of the story and you're you know becoming familiar with the the daughter character whose name is Amanda, which isn't creepy at all. Um, (laughs) Like you have choices to be like, oh, you know, your spouse that's passed away can be your, can be, you know, a a father or a mother and your daughter can be, uh, you know, you can have a photo of her on the day she was born or on the day that she was adopted. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. it, It so wants everyone to feel like they're, possible family is represented that it just like it immediately starts with heartwarmingness and i really does like the, that d- does the birth versus adoption change the story because you said there was a nope. dark ending for her uh no it's just if you like if you you can mess up your relationship uh with your daughter i have not tried that because it makes me too sad to think about um yeah i mean i was constantly worried that i was messing it up is that what yeah. you mean Yes, but uh, but no, you you can be like the unsupportive dad who doesn't you know give her uh, the attention and support that she needs. Um, uh, but no, the the adoption versus uh, birth does not change the story. Anthony, did you try being bad to her? No, not at all. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> None of us thought of that. That's a no. Case how, line. how could you? She's well, so sweet. I'm just going to use this for mine because my uh, major comment is that I love the Amanda story. Yeah. Um, and I love, I mean, I guess I most just love Amanda. Like, she's so game to hang out with her dad on short notice doing things she doesn't enjoy. She's mm. super nice to a 10-year-old that she gets stuck with at a party, which I know when I was 18 I would not have been great with. Um, mm-hmm. She's totally funny. And um, when she gets a rejection letter to one of the colleges she applied to, I absolutely cried. And oh, yeah. I was like, I was just so, and then when she, well, I like, I teared up then and then I wept when she did get in. Oh, yeah. I was just 
so into this Amanda storyline and I was so worried that I was messing it up and like honestly this stressed me out so much about having a kid because one of the decisions you have to make all the time is when she has something clearly wrong with her do you press or do you let it go and I, that, like I realized in that part of the game, I was like, I have no idea what the right answer is with mm. real people. If this was happening, I have no idea what to do. This sounds so hard. Mm-hmm. I tried to think of what it was like when I was a teenager. I and? don't know that that was the right answer. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a happy ending with her, I guess. But did you? Do you feel like pushing is helpful or not pushing? Uh, I started. I I would push a little bit, but then, mm. uh, you know, respect her boundaries. Yeah. Did you guys get the scene when she tells you about like her friends avoiding yes. her and like yeah. over cake? Yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. So she, yeah. at one point, so whether, I don't know if it's affected by how much you push her or not, but at one point, without you choosing to, you, you make in my case Ezra Fox makes a cake um, and is like, "Look, we don't have to talk about your problems, but this is a cake about like us getting through stuff together." And then you eat this whole cake, and she tells you about cake. how. Her, it's a feelings cake. And she tells you about how all of her friends dumped her at the same time. And it's so sad. It is. And, I know. And the advice that he gives her is actually like super solid, I thought, mm-hmm. about like what high school friends are and what like like what she has left. And anyway, I thought it was really, really touching. The writing is amazing. It mm-hmm. was super good. I was not expecting it to be good. And it was mm-hmm. totally good. Yeah, it really like... It's amazing how, like, when, like I because I remember when this game came out and reading a lot of things about it, uh, and, like, having all my fears kind of assured that this was a very good thing very early on, but from, like, the premise and the hype, it's very, it's like, oh, is this gonna be, like, kind of a trashy walking, or, you know, like, a mm. knife's edge in terms of, like, like, just very simple, obvious type humor, but it really goes the opposite way of where, like, a gay dad uh, dating sim could go, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, it which, is not what the package looks like. Which is yeah. also one of the things I like about her is that as a daughter, she is super interested in helping her dad have sex with other dads in the neighborhood. <laughs> she pushes you to date real hard, although she never calls it dating, but like, so I don't know if she knows what she's doing, but she's definitely setting you up all the time. And wingmanning. Yeah. Having two houses in one cul-de-sac, that is some, like, Johnny Depp shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that would be great. That's what she's really your, going for. <laughs> yeah, if your dad was dating your neighbor also in a big-ass mm. house, you get two houses. <laughs> <laughs> she would definitely run that town, for sure. Oh, um, yeah. Ezra Daddy, that leaves you. Um... I mean, there's, uh, I guess, like, there's a lot yet to be said, uh, just about the, the, the heart of the game, which is really, really solid. Um, just, uh, I think probably the thing that will stick with me the most, um, would be a really great critique that it had on our podcast, uh, whether it knew it or not. Um, mm. like, there's a, uh, at one point, basically. I do remember Amanda- the conversation in the car where she was like, every show should quit after 400 episodes. <laughs> uh, well, so there's another part where basically where Aunt Amanda was upset. Uh, Wasn't it confusing enough, Alex, to have Amanda in the game? Why did you have to make Ezra in the game as well? <laughs> um, it sounds fine to me. I don't understand the problem. Okay. 
You're oh, next, that Alex. means Ezra's my dad. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Only in one of the many versions. Uh, the, and the dad multiverse. Um, but uh, basically, yeah. So so, uh, uh, so for, uh, I guess, Amanda Grumple, in my version, uh, was upset um, because uh, um, she said she was upset because uh, basically – uh, people constantly criticize like uh, pop culture uh, and the things that teenage girls are into oh, as a way yeah, yeah, of yeah. sort of like diminishing like you know like uh, their power and like uh, and uh, sort of like not taking them seriously. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, it's like, oh, that's like three hundred and seventy episodes of our back catalog, and that's like a no. very good point. No, it's like a, it's like, it's like five of our first hundred episodes. We read Atlas Shrugged. Which is not aimed at teenage... We, we spent m- as much time talking about libertarians as we did about teenage girl shit. I would like to believe that's true. Um, I don't think... It, no, no, I, I might be exaggerating too, but it's definitely not 300. I mean, I felt that when she said it too, as I was like, yes, this is a thing we used to be guilty of. I just think mm. it's further back than you're saying. Well, I, I guess I'll say this. Uh, I don't think the show would... I think the show would exist if we didn't hate libertarians. I don't think the show would exist if we hadn't like sort of like cut our teeth, uh, sort of making fun of the easy target of like what uh, uh, teenage girls were into. Just in terms of giving ourselves a little little bit of credit though, which I know is not necessarily the cool thing to do. Like (laughs) I agree that that was a bad thing, but I do think that it's like, as far as calling an easy target, we were also like 22 and uh, babies. (laughs) Yeah. We were little baby podcasters and um, like, it was, uh, and I think our, t- our intentions were slightly more pure than that. Um, and, and maybe I even, mean, it, I would well, say. If I remember, the intentions were to give you more knowledge so you can make fun of the same stuff, but in real life for improv. No, it was, well, it was sort of to make fun of it in real life. No, it was just to like understand what people were talking about in yeah. pop culture that I don't respect necessarily, which is still part of the mission of this. I love knowing things, even though I don't like care I don't like. I don't want to watch every Ice Road Ghost Truckers or whatever. Um, but like, I think for the show, I'm like, yeah, I'd watch a few of these so I know how to talk to people about it. What about not, paranormal not... Ice Road Truckers, though? <laughs> I, I, their their fake TV shows were very fun in this game. That's um, some good stuff. Yes. Uh, and I especially like there was a part where somebody like tells her that all of them are fake, which I really enjoyed. Or she tells him, is that what it is? Somebody tells you that all the paranormal Ice Road Truckers are fake. Yeah, I know he. Yeah, Grumple didn't love Ryan that moment. Does. Yeah, <laughs> but just just the trucking, not the ghosts. Those are real. right. Real ghosts, <laughs> fake trucking. Um, anyway, I don't. I don't mean to argue with you guys. I just want like this is a thing I've actually thought a lot about, and I kind of want to have like a slightly serious moment, but it's not great for the show. Um, which is just that I do think actually like talking about this stuff actually, even though it made started as making fun of it, taught us to appreciate teenage girl culture more than we had before. Yeah, I, I think that's. I mean, I, I think that definitely is the. It's where we've ended up, but I guess it's sort of interesting yes. to sort of see. I guess we started, I think, doing something that's not terribly original, and I think it kind of got away from us in good ways. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, because we are uh, pure of heart. Well, <laughs> Be- because we didn't Hufflepuffs. Hufflepuffs. <laughs> because we're Hufflepuffs. I, how dare you? I am absolutely Slytherin. <laughs> I mean, me too, yeah. <laughs> are you? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Slytherpuff. Oh, oh! That's the, is that the thing now? Is to combine them? It is. That's how cool I am. Oh, I'm definitely Slitherpuff too. Now that you say that, <laughs> I am like harmless with a side of evil. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's like so I would true. be ambitious, but that sounds like it takes a lot. 
Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So just a tiny curtain pullback. This is most for you, Ezra and Anthony, because you guys have both talked to Amanda a bunch. Uh, I got to hang out with her last week and some of her friends. (laughs) And if you want to talk about a group of charming and frighteningly (laughs) intelligent people, like what an intimidating (laughs) circle of friends Amanda and her friends are. Like she's pretending to not be ambitious, but these are the smartest people you'll get to hang out with at a bar <laughs> in the middle of the night in oh, Boston. Thank so you. It was well, you, such you a good time, but also caveats before then, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, was trying no, to, like, I pe- swear they were nice too, but also it was terrifying. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was so great, but it, it was like, definitely it was intimidating. And I was like, man, I hope I'm not blowing this at every moment. And I'm like, oh, they're, they oh, probably no, think no. I'm the dumbest person. Both uh, both Mary and Jen were like, "Oh, Alex was really cool. That was neat to meet him." And Aww. they have no idea who the fuck you are, so they're you know. Oh, that's nice. But it was a good they don't, time. They don't listen to these. They're not. Those it was kind also of weird. I, I, we talked about this in person, but it's weird to talk to somebody that you've done so many podcasts with and never seen. <gasps> so like, if I looked at her, it got all weird. But if I just turned <laughs> my head away and then listened to her talk, it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. So why is that podcast coming out of that person's mouth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcasting right now. <laughs> Did uh did any of your friends shoot eggplants out of them after anything Alex said? <laughs> or like the dark that's smoke monsters? If they'd known that that was an appropriate response, I'm sure they would have. <laughs> like they're they're smart. They could figure that shit out. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know but, if I want someone to eggplant me. But no, seriously, I was thinking about this. <laughs> when VR glasses become a thing, I'm gonna write that program. Oh my god! That like, yes. that like <laughs> some way that you can articulate, like just like really cut through the bullshit of terms of like, it's her. If people let you know, I don't think that was funny by black smoke coming out of them, <laughs> or yeah. like. I thought that was awesome. Look at these eggplants coming out. Yeah. Everywhere. No, that would make life so much easier. Workshopping your I, jokes would be so much faster, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can tell when people don't like your jokes without the smoke. Um, yeah, but free eggplants for when you're smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I really like, didn't think that's what eggplants were for. I mean, as, yeah. Uh, I want a corner of the market. I mean, I've I've <laughs> sent a few eggplant emojis in my life, and that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I always assume it means stir fry whenever my wife says it. <laughs> I always send I mean, back yeah. the noodle cup. <laughs> there's a noodle <laughs> cup. <laughs> I think there's a noodles anyway. I, I'm um, should start be. using that one. Yeah. We so uh, this has been a wonderful uh, free willing conversation about Dream Daddy. So. Um, I think we're going to cut lightning bonus round for the day just to keep to keep us. Uh, the podcast would like it, it uh, to be. It would like itself to be uh, not much more than an hour. So we're going to do a quick <laughs> ad, and then we have a mailbag segment, and then we're going to wrap things up. So, for instance, here for me, for for mailbag, can it be called man bag for for this daddy episode. <laughs> yes, it can. Dad bag. Right, we'll be we'll be back with that in a second. <laughs> Dad bag. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by all of our fabulous meat buddies who help us keep keep help keep us floating down the tracks. Uh, our uh, our newest meat buddy uh, to join the team is Patrick from Germany, and uh, Patrick said this in an email: "Ooh, I finally get to see how a meat buddy is made." So, uh, and then I want to take this opportunity for a long overdue thank you and support for the years of entertainment. Uh, I'm a listener, soon to be three years now, and I went through almost the entire back catalog. Wow. So in I guess three, Patrick, you can tell us if, if we were if we were like doing easy. If it was like, yeah, how much of this was easy targets, and how much we've grown for the better or for the worst. 
I mean, doing just simple math, it's like this is over 450 hours that he's put wow. in in three years. That is so impressive. I hope he did 2x speed because some things can drag. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like like episodes like six, 60 to 110. There's a whole year. That really year drag. of our life, yeah. <laughs> Don't you do, when you hear something like that like hope that the person is supporting like another more addictive habit like they're really into like playing World of Warcraft because then it's like yeah you need like a bunch of podcasts to fill that time or oh, like, like he's he, binging he's, this while he's doing that or yeah, while binging something else or he just loves cycling and he just needs as much content as he but can this is what I, if he's he training for a marathon that would be the best outcome yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I, I hope. As far as like uh, how, what his impression of the show is, he does mention that he's he's been binging and he's like actually currently a few episodes behind. He's like in the four thirties and is so happy that Ezra just came back. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. So that was your second paternity leave, I believe, that you've just come back from at that point. So that's very exciting. Anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> he says it, Patrick continues. This entire project is amazing, especially given how long it went without losing its magic. Oh, there you go. Um, I disagree respectfully, sir, but thank you. We could not. Patrick, we have very different opinions of how this show has aged. Um, (laughs) uh, But uh, thank you so far. Thank you so far and to way way more years, uh, as many as you guys can keep going and find the fun in it. Now, the thing. Um, Right now I'm in the process of interviewing for a job that's closer to my actual interests. And my current job is boring tech support. I'm finally getting into computer engineering. So it's sort of like... It seems like it's kind of closely, re- it's like related, but now Nerd. it's like more challenging. Yes. And <laughs> finally, this group of four humans is calling you a nerd, Patrick. That is how far you've gone. Um, anyway, though I, though I can probably ha- uh, cut it um, if I just get over myself. I'm pretty self-conscious and in my own head about most things right now, which makes me anxious in these situations. So maybe a fun pep talk uh, in my mind can help distract me and psych myself up uh, whenever it's going to be useful in my new field. So let's, as a group of, I would even say different varieties of nerds. I would say we Mm. are four different varieties of definitely nerds. Um, Yeah, this is like the food pyramid of nerds. (laughs) I mean, I'm in this, I'm definitely fats and salts. Like you just, you don't need much of me. (laughs) Just a little bit, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda, you can be legumes. That seems good for you. Just full of fiber. I'll clear you right out. Can I get grains? Because... Because bread is good. Is a solid one to be. Yeah, yeah, and then it's the base of the pyramid. Oh, I want to be the part that's only there because of the dairy lobby, not because of nutrition. I think that's dairy. <laughs> it's called. That's what it's yeah. called. <laughs> I want to be milk and cheese. Uh, Anthony. Sweets? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, no, you should be veggies. Ooh. Yeah, I'll you should be that. veggies. Yeah, you'd be veggies. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you so now you're just done with that everything, mystery. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have much interest. I've never really thought about how I see myself in the food pyramid and don't really want to open up that closet in my brain. So whatever you want to, like, tell me is good enough, I'm happy. I just, I try not to be too, like, ref- like introspective in one day. And I feel like... <laughs> You, you've spent so much time thinking about which daddy is your dream. Yeah, but it's just yeah, too much. I just, 
this just, game has maybe got me thinking about some other things, you know? I just uh, like the idea that the deep seated fear that, like, she's like, you know what? If I think about what food pyramid item I am, all this, all this hard therapy that I've been through. <laughs> it's a dark path. It's a dark yeah, path. This, this is the funniest thing of the day. Um, <laughs> it's a. It's, let's give. It's a, come on. Okay, let's pull it back again. Let's give Patrick from Germany a quick pep talk about computer okay. engineering. Oh, I'm going to pull up Google Translate because that's how the best pep talks are made. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, so I like that he's going from uh, tech support to computer engineering. That is like so badass from being like. I'm the one who tells you how to turn on and off to being like, I'm going to make it turn on and off. Mm-hmm. And I admire that. <laughs> so like, Aww. isn't that cool? I think just anytime, uh, Patrick, that you are, are struggling in this field, just remember how much power you have over the entire world. And even if you're bad at it, you'll still be one of the more powerful nerds out there. Okay. It helps That's me. absolutely true. Can, can, I, can I take a swing? I, I, I got Google Translate to work. Please, I can't wait to hear your German uh, <laughs> for Patrick. Okay. Du wirst mit, mit Nerds arbeiten und du wirst der beste Nerd sein. So, okay, uh, so let, me, let, me, let me guess. Um, so when the nerds are biting, which is sort of like a fishing <laughs> thing, um, it's like when there's a lot of nerds, uh, then um, the nerds will see the sign. I think he's saying that you're going to have good luck in dating in the future. Um, so, it, like many fish in the sea, many nerds are biting. Yeah, yeah it's it's an old old German phrase. Um, when the nerds the are biting, it was about how you cut about cut uh, base. Ace of base. Um, I, it was supposed to say you're going to work with nerds and you will be the best nerds. <laughs> I had a typo <laughs> in the translate, but that is what it is, man. So uh, <laughs> solid. That's solid. Uh, Just keep yeah. that in mind, man. <laughs> or don't. You know, those are your options. No, you have to think. I, I want Patrick. Every time you're feeling down, I want you to think of Ezra reading German <laughs> that he I'm typoed so- in English. <laughs> I realized also. I realized as I did this, I I searched for Google Translate, but since I'm still default set to Bing, this is Bing's version of Google Translate. So. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know if well, it'd be better the other way. It. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly sorry would. again. Uh, uh-huh. So Amanda, like, do you have anything to add? Yeah. So I like. A majority of my friend group is computer engineers because this is obviously Boston. This is what people do here. Um, The Silicon Valley of the um, northern seaboard. That's like or eastern seaboard. That's what they call it. Absolutely, yeah. And all of them have stories of like. So I had this interview and it was just kind of awful and everything was bad. And I got the job and I like the job. So I think there's like a similar uh, theme about being really good at computer engineering and being very anxious about interviews and nailing them. Interesting. I I think you're in good stead. That's a legitimately helpful thing that you just said. (laughs) Thank you. I was trying. (laughs) This might be like the third time we've had a really actually helpful thing in our pep talks. That's weird. (laughs) Can, can, Can I have like one more little bit? That won't be translated <laughs> through Bing. <laughs> Please, and then Anthony will uh, close, bring it down. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'd say that, like, Patrick, I think you... I think you were this thing before basically this. I guess, like, I think you're already... Uh, if this is the interest of yours, this, like, resonates with you, you are already an engineer. You're an engineer when you're doing the other job, you know, that you didn't think was that, like, uh, super rewarding. You were, like, this is already, like, kind of at the core of you. 
it's not at risk in an interview, I guess what I'm trying to say. Like, if this is part of who you are, you can't blow this interview and you are don't get to be that anymore. Um, you might not get that job, but you will still get to be that person. Um, and so it's really whether or not this is like a good fit, this particular job, but it's not whether or not this career is a good fit for you because that's kind of already baked into who you are. And now do that exact same thing in German. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Nerds are biting. Um, oh, that oh, actually, that does... You blew my good advice out of the water. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I we mean... both are in the same water. Um, <laughs> I do. I actually, that does make me want to add something, which is just that uh, Anthony's good, and I's good friend Katie has this joke about how she feels uh, imposter syndrome when she's mm. trying to open something that's childproof and it doesn't work, <laughs> but, which is a great joke. But um, what, at the beginning of the joke on stage, she asks if people in the audience have felt imposter syndrome at some time recently, and almost everybody says yes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if you are feeling like that, if you are like, I don't know if I can do this, I don't know if I'm fi- like, I don't belong here, everyone else is too good around me. If there's three people, at least two of them also feel that way at that moment, mm-hmm. I would guess. Like, we're all yeah. imposters all the time, and mm-hmm. uh, somehow we manage to carry on. So, um, the end. Anthony? Tell me, Anthony. Um, so, if you're doing computer engineering in Germany, I'm going to assume he's either working for a co-manufacturer or in pornography. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So we just really? lost Germany as a listener. Yeah. Well, I'm just, hey, man, <laughs> Germany knows who he is, what they are. They, they, uh, uh. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not in judgment or anything. Like, hey, good. I'm saying my point is you're future proof, kid. All right. You got a good, you're in an industry that's going to have, has long longevity. Uh, I, we I need think both those fine. things is what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to keep getting produced. Uh, Control-Alt-Delete, pro tip. Uh, you can really kind of get around a computer with that. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is really good. Nice. Yeah, I think no, it's pretty good. I was going to say something about imposter syndrome, and then you, like, literally sh- Did you really? fell down in front of me. Yeah, I was literally going to say something about that. That's so, a good description uh, of my part of the pep talk, is I just yeah. fell down in your lane. Yeah, and so I I had to go and quick find what else do I know about Germany, you know, porn and well, I think, I think between that and Ezra's pronunciations, we have alienated the whole country. Es tut mir leid für Anthony's porno wits. That's I'm sorry for Anthony's porn joke. Yeah, so you just added insult to that injury. That's, um, that's a great. Uh, that's my favorite Rammstein song. So there we go. I thought it was just a really bad cereal, porno wheats. <laughs> I would not try porno wheats for sure. So anyway, Patrick <laughs> from Germany, thank you so much for sponsoring the show. I hope this really helps get you psyched up in forty episodes when you finally get around to hearing this. Or I guess twenty-five well, episodes. Anyway, well, um, that's interesting to think that he, you know, maybe a few weeks into the job, like may have, may have like look back already and think all those anxieties were, you know, completely silly or completely founded in fact <laughs> and it had every reason <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll fi- you'll find out and maybe you can let us know, Patrick. I hope you get the job or if not, something else close to it. Um, thank you so much for sponsoring the show and thank you everybody who's become a Mute Buddy and uh, your, your support allows us to pay our guests and, uh, and for all of the hosting and things and to keep our show floating down the tracks more or less like a ghost train. Choo-choo. 
me buddies 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 uh now it's time for a quick game uh or not a game but a quick i got a quick mailbag i have a few things we have to discuss as a group some some mail i need to read um so uh Oh, and we're, and we're spelling this M-A-L-E bag, right? In the name, honor of dads. Or, dad or man bag. bag or dad bag. <laughs> uh, man bag's pretty good. All right, so man bag. In our man bag today, uh, our first email's from Wendy and Lucy, um, who wrote in after hearing our episode about the Little Mermaid a few weeks ago. And they thought that they would pass along um, uh, uh, the highly recommended Disney villain metal music maker, Jonathan <laughs> Young Music. So... Um, I talked about how much I like the song Hellfire from Hunchback of Notre Dame, and they were like, if you like that song, you definitely have to hear Jonathan Young's metal version, <laughs> which I could totally see, because I think one of the things that, about, I've listened to metal uh, at various parts of my life, one thing that I think is, like, a genre that has the most in common with is classical music. They both have similar um, uh, melodic structure in a lot of ways, and so mm. I think that um, of all the Disney songs, this, like, the Hellfire strings in, played on heavy guitars instead, I'm fascinated. So I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, uh, and I'll have a link in the show notes. Cool. So, so that's exciting. Yeah. Jonathan Young's metal versions of Disney villain songs. Um, and uh, Wendy and Lucy also add, anyway, uh, we may become a meet buddy soon. We enjoy listening to your podcast. Uh, it's great fun to listen while we're on our adventures. So wherever you are, thanks for the tip. And if you become meat buddies, definitely we can give you just the weirdest pep talk about your adventures. We would love to ruin that for you. Um, second email from a meat buddy, Leanne, from Culver City, who uh, just, as this is important for me to read while you were here, we were talking about what we wanted, if, if people could vote for favorite moments, like if we were to put together another list of like our best episodes, or just like best of moments. Yeah. Uh, Leanne said, I really wish there was a supercut of the Space Shark at all ad segments uh, and the reason this is Ezra's laughing is that Ezra's been asking me to do this for probably seven years. Oh. Six years? Ezra, every couple of weeks for several years, Ezra, and he stopped now because he has kids and um, is too busy to bug me about this, but every couple weeks he would remind me, like, wouldn't it be great if we just cut out all the ad segments and had them on a separate page? Um, and there was a time where I actually, like, got a bunch of them cut out and put up on SoundCloud, but then I ran out of free storage and I gave up. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, great idea, Leanne. Someone should definitely do that. Uh, Not the person with all the files, though. Last email. This is really important. So this is, I need Ezra and Anthony, we're going to have, this is like, we're having a team meeting really quick. And Amanda, you get a vote because you happen to be here. Sweet. So this is uh, Meet Buddy Just Matt, who became Meet Buddy not, not too many weeks ago, who said, loving the podcast. I do have one complaint, though. The closing music makes my skin crawl. <laughs> oh, wow. Mainly the corny jazz intro, but the rest of it's Randy Newman-esque, and I really could live without it. Um, could I sponsor? Here's where it gets interesting. So at that point, I'm ready to fight Matt. Uh, because our closing music is it's absolutely iconic. delightful. Yeah. Um, and when we do live... It's iconic for sure. Uh, and when we do like... Um, when we've done live web shows, the people in the chat start like singing in the chat the <laughs> goodbye song. Um, and uh, anyway, it's Billy Preston, uh, Nothing from Nothing. It's this great, mm-hmm. great song. And so you're wrong, Matt. However, here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> Could I sponsor an ongoing end of episode music change? Hmm. <laughs> 
So now, see, I don't like I don't like where you were going, but now when it's about money, I'm like, it is not because I need the money, but because I think it's funny if every episode ends with a song, and then we have to say, I hate that song, but just Matt uh, paid us to keep playing that song instead of our old ending music. Like that that appeals to me. So, team, what do you guys think about letting Matt letting just Matt try to replace our closing music theme? It- I'm a little confused on like. Did he have a suggestion for a song he had in mind? Like- he did not have a specific song suggestion. He said maybe they could put the choices up to vote by other meat buddies. But I also could say you have to pick one for your sponsor and we'll decide how much it costs. To, to be clear, Alex, like it, or not. it is like the way to change any, your, like, your anger at someone's critique to you being cool with it is just for them to give you a dollar. It's not, yeah, I mean, yes, but not because of the dollar, but because I think it's very funny to have people be able, like, I love Meat Buddies running the show, and so, like, that's one of the things I reason I like, I love uh, people sponsoring topics and making me do a thing, I love when the Meat Buddies vote, and I'm like, ah, gar, I have to watch this for my podcast, I just, I enjoy the idea of people being like, well, I gave you a dollar, you have to do what I say now, and then I have to do it, that just tickles me. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 look, I will, <laughs> I, Here's the thing. I, I think I want the, the brand of the show to be us trying to break the show because I think yes. as you try to preserve it, uh, I think you get something like weird and like gross and like inbred. Yes. Uh, and so as long as we're like cool, like, yeah, let's blow this up also. Because uh, uh, I, I think that whatever, I think that if there's something that's still magic, I think it's, it's us like finding good ways to hang out with each other um, and just kind of like everything else is kind of window dressing. So yeah, blow, blow it all up. No, no music at all. Yeah. Beeps and boops. I, yeah. I, I like that that insight. See, my my reaction um, would be, oh, you hate the Randy Newman esque music. Would be to change it to actual Randy Newman music. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we let him sponsor the ending music, and then we just pick something that we know he'll hate even more. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's I mean, also blowing it up because I one of the other thing that we do is disappoint the people who give us money. <laughs> that is definitely in keeping with this show. I think you all are making great points, but I think we need to back up a little bit and examine the Alex just explained the concept of a job and how he thinks it's awesome and hilarious. <laughs> We all just kind of walked right past that. I've just been sitting here, like, Alex is like, I just love the idea that someone is like, give you a dollar and then, like, do something. It's like, that's amazing. And I'm like, Alex just describe a job. But Alex, buddy, come on. What do we do? Man, when you say it that way. <laughs> like, we can get you a job. <laughs> We can try. I'm not gonna try hard. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe even in German. Yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah. I have all these great tips for interviewing now. Also, our podcast sometimes has to be rescheduled because I think there's not enough employees at the job where Anthony is a manager. So, oh. I feel like I could probably get a job in that. But for some reason, it just doesn't seem funny that way. Maybe it's the building. <laughs> maybe I just want to be. I want to be a freelance job person. <laughs> a freelancer. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's what I'd call it. You're just going to have a lot of side hustles. I mean, the thing is, I haven't had a, like, real job in so long. Um, I've had just side hustles. I've lived on side hustles for so long that I guess part of the fun is making a side hustle have these slight job-like qualities. It's kind of like, it's like your career is like a vegetarian at a barbecue, basically, right? 
<laughs> it's just potato salad. That is my yeah. career. Yeah, just, and, just and cornbread, and hopefully there's no bacon in any of it. Yeah, you can hope. Uh, uh, all right. Well, so yeah. I think we should do. These are all good points. I'm going to put this up to the meat buddies, or I'm going to put this up to everybody. In fact, um, should we allow someone to sponsor an end of show theme song that is different from our wonderful Randy Newman esque song? And sub question: If that happens, uh, how much will the next person have to bid to like take over? Oh, like you can do at like dueling pianos or at the one of those jukeboxes where you can pay twenty five cents a song or a dollar to so- a song to skip to the front. I yeah, like yeah. I think it's yeah. What I think it's like had- starts a dollar and that's you add one dollar every time you swap it. Every time someone does it, and we so we've, <laughs> yeah, we see how high it gets of somebody picking the song to close on. <laughs> I like havoc. Or you, we can. Why don't we take this even further? And okay. if you're willing to give us money, we will upload your own personal version of the podcast. Whatever <laughs> song at the end you want, we'll create your own RSS feed just for you. <laughs> and we'll we'll change. We'll put we'll put uh, ads from other shows in this one if you want. We'll we'll create your own little personalized podcast. Are you are you inventing branded content? Direct to consumer podcasts. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Well, all of this, you guys, I want to hear from you. So you can add to the man bag, to the mailbag, by going to, uh, you can go to redistribute.com, find a contact page, you can also send us podcasts at redistribute.com, and I'll have some voting and discussions about this on Facebook and Twitter this week. So I can't wait to hear you guys' opinions and find out what's going to happen, whether just Matt gets his wish. Um, Yeah, keep sending us uh, your mail. We really appreciate it. everybody that awesome randy newman-esque music means uh, that we have reached the end of our show thank you so much for listening we're gonna be back in next week next week we're talking about choose your own adventure books oh, um, yay. It yeah. is, it's sort of like this but without the computer um we are reading two choose your own adventures books uh one about a magic unicorn and one about being kidnapped by giant ant people um. and yeah, I just realized there's no reason for us not to have the same characters in these books, right? <laughs> you're gonna be your dream daddy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, you, you're it's, saying it's, Chucky Grumple is Chucky Grumple is absolutely gonna be Fine. save a unicorn. Oh, I Ezra Fox I, is gonna <laughs> <laughs> be captured by ant people. Oh man, <laughs> Ezra Fox just fell off a steeple and broke both his legs in front of the townsfolk, and now the water will never be clean. <laughs> Whoops, a doodle. I read one of the books already. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, you're right. That's I guess that's probably true. So this is sponsored by Jake, who says, We all grew up loving these books, and now it's t- time to see if they hold up. Read two of the original series and see if they hold up as well as we all hope. And as you guys know, besides pretending that I have a job, one of my favorite things is examining the question, does this hold up? And uh, so we are going to dive into that next week, and we're going to read some books, and we'll see. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. It's been a very interesting experience reading this first one. So... Uh, and I guess we'll talk about this more next week, but I died almost immediately in a more gruesome fashion than I expected, where I, like, I fell off, like, I was climbing a rope on that held the church bell, like the church ring, bell ringer, and it caused the bell to ring, and all the townsfolk to assemble, and then I fell out the window and died, so the whole town, wa- I was like, this is four minutes into reading the first Choose Your Own Adventure book in, uh, in like, 20 years for me. It was rough. 
It's just like you made a poor fucking choice. Yeah, death apparently, and everyone. I thought I was being very reasonable up to that point. I chose not to go to the leper colony. Anyway, <laughs> all that and more next week. Uh, thank you so much for sponsoring, Jake, and thank you to Linnea for sponsoring today's episode. We really couldn't do it with you. What an interesting, uh, fascinating topic that we just had as my job today was to play mm. Dream Daddy. Um, really appreciate it. And all of our sponsors. We have just a couple more sponsors, and then we're going to finish up uh, the Sponstober, and then we're going to get into the Rock, or the Sponstember, and then it's going to be the Rocktober, and then Dr. November. It's so fun. And then also thank you to Patrick from Germany. Good luck on your job interviews, buddy. Um, by the time this comes out, I'm sure you've gotten that dream job. Um, and if you want to get such personalized advice or find any other way to torture us or change the name nature of our show, read com slash meet buddies. Even Dollar Month really helps us out, keeps our show floating on the tracks. Thanks for being here, Ezra. Yeah. You're my favorite daddy. Aww. Well, you have a dad yourself, you know. I just remembered <laughs> that. You're top two. All right. I'll tell you guys which one's which. That's okay. Um, Anthony, thanks for making it here. Always a pleasure to be here. You're my favorite son. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and if you've listened to all this and you're interested in more in Dream Daddy, one, play it. Or two, uh, I sent Alex you a link to this. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. We didn't even talk about this. There's this uh, really great uh, YouTube documentary series that focuses on video games called No Clip. Uh, and they do a whole episode interviewing the creative team behind the making of this game. And it's a very good like 30 minutes sit um very informative very moving uh i can't i watched it randomly a few weeks ago before i knew we were going to be playing this and it just got me very excited to like uh sit down and play it so i can't suggest that enough no clips uh dream daddy doc all right if i can do a quick plug also right now yeah please uh if you want like other sort of like i don't know i guess life expanding kind of games where you get to sort of figure out someone you know be as someone who isn't you uh, a game that i thought was super for- informative uh formative for me growing up was alter ego um it's like this text-based uh i guess adventure from the uh mid 80s and like it like it's cool like it found like kind of a second life like on the internet also so you can like you can just play it for free just i like think online second life did yeah second life also did that uh but, <laughs> but alter ego <laughs> Alter Ego was better, uh, but no. Basically, like I, I, I just uh, it's. I, I'm not gonna say anything more than that. Uh, I don't know how well it holds up, but uh, you can play it for free. Um, and uh, I thought it was super cool as like a like a ten year old. Interesting, awesome. Yeah. All right, and uh, thanks for being here at Amandable on Twitter. Thanks for being here, Amanda. Yeah, thanks for having me. I have you're in my no top two favorite Amanda for anything. I yeah, I better be in the top two favorite Amandas. <laughs> like, do I win over the fictional one? Um, yeah, she is a photographer. <laughs> Shit, I do not have that skill. I'm sorry. She's so cool. Do you really think you're gonna beat her? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did start out saying that I'm not as cool as Alex. Yeah, I just want to let you know you're in danger of getting the bad Amanda ending. Just, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll That's be sad and end. I won't go to college. And oh, well, if any of that happens, you'll hear more about it next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Ah.